0: tour all night is supported by listeners like you. To find out how you can help, head over to patreon.com slash songsoftoriamis. There you'll see what exciting rewards we're offering for your support. Once again, that's patreon.com slash songsoftoriamis to help us continue to make high quality and Tori-tainment for you. Buddy. The European 2023 tour is just around the corner and we want to talk about it. Tori's added some exciting new cities to the mix and just for fun, she shuffled the order of the old cities. So now we got to replan, regroup, and yes, re-record. It's a brand new year, a brand new season, and a brand new era of tour all night. From ocean to ocean, to ocean to ocean too, we're your guide to everything tour. In this episode, we sit down with Maddie, she lives in England, but she's going to be in Halle, Germany, just like we are. And we decided to take a virtual tour together to try to prepare us for all the excitement that Halle has to offer. Listen in as we unpack what there is to do in Halle, but more importantly, what there is to eat. And speaking of tours, I found this really great app called Audio Guide Halle, which gives you an audio tour of Halle. It's meant to be paired with a walking tour in the city, so as you walk through the sites, you listen to the tidbits. So download that on the App Store. Welcome back to our tour series. We have arrived in Halle, Saal, Germany, which is Halle on the River Saal. And we have arrived here with our tour guide, Maddie, who's actually from Cambridge. So eat your heart out of Miss Tori. Not only is Maddie from Cambridge, she also goes to school in Oxford, And together, she and I collectively know very little about Halle. Hi, Maddie.
1: Hi, thanks for having me.
0: Oh my God, it's my absolute pleasure. Thank you for wildly deciding to do this. You have been a Tory fan for five years, since the tender age of 14. Please tell us your Tory story.
1: Well, it was actually just like a YouTube recommended video. I've been like kind of a fan of like semi-alternative female music like most of my life so I've been a Kate Bush fan for a long time Uh, and one day there was a video that just came up in my YouTube Suggested uh, and I I remember exactly what it is. Uh, It was a winter performance at the Montreux Jazz Festival Um, and that was the first one I ever watched. 14 year old me was like oh she's cute she plays the piano I play the piano I like it and I think I started off just watching like all of her like music videos on YouTube I didn't start with the albums the albums came later and I think that was like all it was for about a year and then I like listened to Little Earthquakes like the whole album in full and I was like wow this is something and then I moved on to like Under the Pink and then I just worked my way through all of them um, and then here we are today.
0: Oh, my word. So you started with videos. Yeah. Was it just like random selection, like whatever you could find? Or were you making the concerted effort? Yeah, it was effort? just what
1: like popped up on the, the little sidebar down the side.
0: Wow. Was there a particular video that stuck with you more than the others? Was there one that you really loved?
1: Um, I think the Spark video. Mm. Um, probably Cornflake Girl. It's just because that's the only other one that you ever hear like played on the radio here. Um, so I was kind of familiar with the song already. Like I'd heard it before. Um, so then, when I was like, "Oh, my brain was drawing all these connections,"
0: you're like, "Ah, oh, it makes so much sense." Yeah. So you're here. Have you seen Tori live?
1: Yeah, I saw. Her, I saw her once. I saw her in the second London show last year. Really? Um, I wanted. Yeah, I wanted to do more, but um, I was still at school at that point, um, and it was during term time, so I couldn't just kind of disappear. Well, that's so fair. <laughs> the Saturday show was the only choice. But I'm at uni now, uh, and it's luckily this tour is in my holidays, and um, so.
0: Oh, that's so exciting! So you're gonna go see how many
1: shows oh um six
0: wow that's amazing i'm doing
1: cambridge um obviously because it's it's drivable distance it's close um but i obviously wasn't planning to do that one initially because it was added quite a lot later um but i'm doing like both the amsterdam shows then bremen and then berlin and then finishing in halle
0: and that's because those are on your holidays
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Great, I, I love I've that. got
1: exams when I go back. So oh, terrible. <laughs> I I'd love to spend more time, but...
0: No, that's great. And then you're doing this as a solo journey, you said.
1: I am, yeah. I mean, I, I've got one friend now who's also a Tory fan, um, but... Um, she wasn't particularly keen on, you know, going all the way around everywhere and traveling and stuff. So it, it's just me.
0: I question her fandom.
1: Yeah, I don't think she's quite as right. <laughs> intense <laughs> as a fan as I am.
0: Okay, your first show was London 2, was the second show that she did last yeah. year. Yeah. Well, did you request anything in the video meet and greet? Or was there anything else? No. You didn't my
1: train was delayed. My train was delayed, so I missed the video like video meeting I think it ended at two and I like pulled into King's Cross <sighs> Station at like at two, and I was no. like, No. Um, Horrible. But Yeah, I will be I will be requesting this time.
0: <laughs> so to take us all back and to refresh everybody's memory from March 12, thousand twenty two, London at the London Palladium. This is the set list. Juarez, bouncing off clouds with a little bit of reindeer king, caught a light sneeze, ocean to ocean, liquid diamonds, selkie with a little bit of mer- man honey baker baker solo russia mother revolution edition of light divided take to the sky with i feel the earth move devil's bane and cornflake girl ten the main set the encore was spies and precious things what would you say what was your favorite moment what stuck out to you
1: um i think liquid diamonds um i still think about that and actually honey um like i'd like the song beforehand but it was never one of my you know top favorites heavy rotation but since then Wow. I've played it a lot. Yeah? Yeah. It's become one of my favorites and that show made it for me.
0: Oh, I love it. I love it. And I love Honey. Okay, so you're doing Amsterdam through Halle and also Cambridge. Yeah. What are you most excited about? As we enter Halle, which is a city, it's always listed as Halle, parentheses, Sal.
1: Yeah, I think I think there's two Halles because I, I almost booked a room in the wrong place. Oh, no. <laughs> I think there's a Halle without a Sal. <laughs>
0: Oh, Sal. Okay, so I told my boyfriend that I was going to be talking to somebody about Hala who didn't know much about Hala either. And he said, well, what do you know? And I said, well, I know that it has two names. He's like, it doesn't have two names. It has one name, and this is the one that's on the river. So now that's what I know.
1: I, I may be making that up. But I swear I remember reading
0: about it. Oh, no, you're absolutely right. There's two Halles and one is on the River Saal. And we're in that one. So hopefully everybody gets to where they're going.
1: I know, yeah.
0: (laughs) Okay, so Halle is the 13th show of the tour nestled in between Berlin and Milan. And there's a day off after Halle. What are you going to do on the day off? Are you going to go, that's your travel day back home? I am flying back home. And you're flying to Amsterdam from Oxford?
1: No, I'm actually getting the ferry. Um, I know I got a very cheap ferry ticket across to the hook of Holland. Um, so yeah, I'm going to be getting the ferry across. It's an overnight ferry. I've never really, I've never really got a boat anywhere before. Um, but I got it for like 30 quid last year. So I'm not complaining.
0: (laughs) That's great. So take us through your solo journey. I love the fact that you're doing this on your own. I absolutely love it. And you always have the entire community. That's the thing about, that's the thing about Tour that I've learned over the years. And I have a friend Phyllis who often does a lot of it on her own. Yeah. The thing is that we're always near the venue, always all of us near the venue. So you can always just pop it and like...
1: I know. I'm really, I'm really looking forward to meeting some, like putting some faces to people that I've like seen and heard online.
0: Oh, good. Good. Okay. Take us through your entire solo journey. So you start on the ferry, you get on the ferry, you head over to Amsterdam. What are your plans? What are you looking forward to in Amsterdam?
1: I, I honestly, I'm incredibly unprepared at the moment. Um, <laughs> I, I only got back from uni uh, on Saturday uh, and it's been a really busy term. So I can't lie. I literally I haven't I haven't booked anything other than like a hotel for the night oh, and no. <laughs> and like transport. I'm getting the ferry across. Um, it's like an overnight between the fifth and the sixth. So uh-huh. I'll get there. I like eight o'clock or something on on the sixth so the, the day of the first Amsterdam show and um, right now I have I have no plans in fact I haven't even booked a train across the room yet um this is just exposing me as incredibly unprepared
0: <laughs> no it's good it's exposing you as fly by the seat of your pants
1: but it's fine. I, I have I have a place to stay in every city uh, and I have a flight home um, from Berlin Airport on the day after the <laughs> the HALS show. Oh, good. So it will be okay.
0: We're spending the day, I mean, if you're on the day after the HALS show, you're going to Berlin. We are going back to Berlin too. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. I know. The Berlin show, because Berlin was supposed to originally start the whole tour. And I was personally going to stay like three or four days. I was going to get there early and like acclimate and just like see the town, but now it's nestled in between two other German towns and there's no time. So right after Halle, the next morning we go back to Berlin. So we're probably likely on the same train back.
1: (laughs) It'll be nice to see some familiar faces.
0: It'll be fun. So I'm going to read you the history of Halle. You're going to tell me what you think about it. Halle on the River Saal is the largest city in the German state of Saxony on Halt. Halle is a very important economy and education center in East Germany. The University of Halle-Wittenberg is the biggest university in Saxony-Anhalt. Halle's early history is connected with harvesting of salt. The name Halle reflects early Celtic settlement given that Hallen is the Brythonic or Welsh Breton word for salt. The name of the river Saal also contains the Germanic root for salt, and salt harvesting has taken place in Halle at least since the Bronze Age. The town was first mentioned in AD 806. It became a part of the archbishopric of Magdeburg in the 10th century and remained so until 1680 when Brandenburg-Prussia annexed it together with Magdeburg as the Duchy of Magdeburg. While it was also an important location for Martin Luther's Reformation with Albert of Mainz as his ecclesiastical Counterpart. The Battle of Halle was fought between French and Prussian forces on October 17, 1806. The fighting moved from the covered bridges on the west side of the city through the streets and the marketplace to the eastern suburbs. In 1815, Halle became part of the Prussian province of Saxony. After World War II, Halle served as the capital of the short-lived administrative region of Saxony-Anhalt. This was until 1952 when the East German government abolished its Länder or their states. As a part of East Germany, until 1990 it functioned as the capital of the administrative district of Halle. When Saxony-Anhalt was re-established as a Bundesland, Magdeburg became the capital. According to historic documents, the city of Halle has been a member of the Hanseatic League at least since 1281. Halle is the fifth most populous city in the area of former East Germany, as well as the 31st largest city of Germany, and with around 239,000 inhabitants. You know, it's kind of big. It's the 31st largest city of Germany. Oh. It is slightly more populous than the state capital of Magdeburg. Together with Leipzig, the largest city of Saxony, Halle forms the polycentric Leipzig-Halle conurbation between the two cities. Are you a history buff at all? No, I'm science. <laughs> no? Oh, you're science?
1: Yeah.
0: Well, according to this page, Familypedia, it says the University of Halle was founded here in 1694. It is now combined with the University of Wittenberg and called Martin Luther University of Halle Wittenberg. The university's medical school, that's science, was established by Friedrich Hoffmann. Its botanical garden, the Botanische Garten der Martin Luther Universität Halle Wittenberg, dates back to 1698. Halle's German Academy of Science Science's Leopoldina is the oldest and one of the most respected scientific societies in Germany. Heard of it? Halle is also home to Germany's oldest evangelical Bible college known as the Marian Bibliothek with 27,000 titles. Let's also talk about Baroque composer Georg Friedrich Handel, who you're listening to right now, was born in Halle in 1685 and spent the first 17 years of his life in the city. The house where he lived is now a museum about his life. To celebrate his music, Halle has staged a Handel Festival since 1922, annually in June since 1952. The Frankische Stiftungen are home to the Staatsschengechor zu Halle, which was founded before the year 1116 and one of the oldest boys' choirs in the world. What kind of food are you looking for when you get to Halle? What can we expect from German cuisine? And have you been to Germany before? Is this your first I, time? I, just, like, doing I've anything?
1: never actually been to Germany before. Um, one of my friends like studies there at the moment. Um, and I'm going to go visit her in the summer. But I've never actually been to Germany before or the Netherlands. So it's going to be a new experience for me.
0: Wow. Um, what do your parents think about you like taking off and just doing a solo journey?
1: I, I think they think I'm a bit mad. <laughs> um <laughs> But I mean, it's fair enough. It's like you know, I, I worked in in the pub to save up for it, so it, it's it's me spending my own money. Um, and I guess I, I've kind of technically moved out anyway now. So wandering around in a city in a different country—how different is it to wandering around in a city in your own country? I truly,
0: it's <laughs> truly. You know, as long as you got the hotel room and the flight home, honestly.
1: Yeah, it should be all sorted.
0: Yeah, and you've, your parents should take comfort, and anybody's parents should take comfort, knowing that at least when you're on Tory tour, when you're wandering around the world on Tory tour, you're following a very strict schedule, and yeah. people on Tory tour will always make it to the show, you know? so
1: Exactly, yeah. But the spreadsheet is in place, you know, the spreadsheet has been made. Not everything's exactly. been decided yet,
0: but... <laughs> exactly, but you can always count on you being at the show and being in, like, the next city on time. Exactly. Um, When I was younger, my dad was always really supportive of the tour, but I just don't think they got it. Like, yeah, they they just don't get it. Like, because the set lists always change and because she's just such a dynamic performer. I'm really excited for you to get to see shows two through seven. Like, that's really cool. Um, Yeah. The first time I toured of any significance, I did six, seven shows back to back. So that was like a really big deal for me. And that was in the 01 tour. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, it was a long time ago. (laughs) Hello. Um, but yeah. Is there anything that you're excited about specifically in Germany or?
1: Uh... Um, I mean, I'm, I think I'm most excited about the shows, to be honest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but also just some kind of, you know, you know, independence, alone time to kind of a bit of a break from, from everything else. <laughs>
0: oh, I love it. Are you a deep thinker?
1: Yeah, I I like to deep think on train journeys, so this would be perfect for
0: me. I like, you know, that's something I didn't get the last tour, because the six shows that we did before that ended up being, like, the holdout, the ones that weren't cancelled in 2022. Yeah. I expected some beautiful train rides, and it was... For us, a giant shit show. All of the trains were... There was, like, a train strike happening, or... There's
1: still train strikes here, honestly. Yeah, oh, I probably shouldn't have told you that. (laughs) No, you have to. Tell us everything to prepare. I, I forgot there's more UK shit. You should be fine, but, like... Check the train line out beforehand. Uh, It will tell you when all the strikes and stuff are. Mm. Um, But the trains in Germany are meant to be really good, like much, much better than than all the UK ones. You should be fine for the rest of the tour. You just need to (laughs) get over the hurdle of the UK.
0: (laughs) That's the the Deutsche Bahn.
1: Yeah, I I think the German trains are meant to be, you know, much more reliable.
0: I believe that they're very strict on their schedule.
1: You know what, I've actually, I've never had a train cancelled on me in this country, so oh, really? yeah, I've just heard horror stories, yeah. Mm-hmm. So hopefully you'll be okay.
0: <laughs> okay, good. I'm going to look up this traveler's guide to Halle, I'm going to tell you the thing, and then you'll tell me how interesting it sounds to you. And by doing this, we'll tell people what the many things there are to do in Halle. Does that sound right? Does that sound good?
1: That sounds great. Am I I ranking it on a scale of one to ten?
0: Yeah, like just to kind of get to know you as a person, like one being absolutely not, under no circumstances would I do that thing. And then ten being like, ooh, I I got to actually make time for that. Okay. Okay, here we go. Number one, we're going to do first what to do, and then we're going to do what to eat. Number one, and und Hausmannsturme. Which is one of the best views in Halle. The view of, on market plots, the rotor turm in Halle is amazing. That's what it says. Hello, my name is Paul Pong and I come from Bangkok, Thailand. Today I'm in a city called Halle, a coastal city with rich tradition and history. So why don't you come join me in my discovery of Halle? <laughs> My first stop is here in the Market Church. It looks really tall from here, so I think I'm going to go up and see a great view of the city. Oh my God, I'm totally out of breath. Wow, what a nice view of Halle. It's a mixture of medieval and modern feelings together. I must take a picture. It's like a church and it's in like a square. It's like a market plots square. With- oh, I, I, think,
1: I, I think I've think i seen pictures of this. Okay, I, I like a good market square, so eight.
0: Oh, you do? Oh, okay. Yeah. What do you like about it? Just the wandering and the people watching?
1: I, I don't know. Yeah, I know. I just kind of like it when you have like different shops or cafes like clustered around one place. I think it's quite nice
0: this says it requires some effort to go up the tower but it is worth it the view on market plots the Rotor Turm and Halle is amazing if you decide to go up the Hausmann's Turme you will also be able to discover its fascinating history as there is some English explanation someone who wrote this review says I would recommend going there if possible during the Christmas market at Downfall to appreciate both the city view and the market lights and it looks really cool and of course we'll put pictures to all of these things on our show notes page songswithtremus.com so you'll see pictures and it seems to be about one minute from the venue. So, number two. Okay, so that one got an eight from you. Yeah. Slay. Okay, number two, Botanischer Garten, which is uh, a botanical garden. It doesn't have anything, it doesn't say anything about it, but it looks cool. This appears to be about 1.3 kilometers from the venue. Four minute drive, 15 minute walk. Could be worth it. Well, how do you feel about the botanical gardens?
1: Huh? I don't think I've ever been to a botanical garden before. Um, so let's just say seven. Kind of sounds interesting, but...
0: Okay, but yeah, like, uh, fair. It says this is a nice place to visit alone or with family and friends. There are many very interesting exhibits. But I'm not much of a botanical garden person either. You know, unless it's a really nice day, but I don't know if it's going to be cold while we're there.
1: Ooh, I think it might be a bit.
0: Awesome. No, it's fine. Do you like cold or warm?
1: Ooh, I don't know. Not too hot. Probably warm, but like springtime kind of warm. So, you know, it might be okay.
0: Which begs the question, are you, like, how are you traveling with just a carry on?
1: Um, I'm aiming to just do a rucksack. I don't know how that's going to work out for me I do have like a small like cabin bag suitcase just in case
0: oh, okay but you're taking trains from everything right you're not flying anywhere in the middle yeah, yeah um
1: no no trains
0: same I think same with us between those specific cities
1: yeah I don't think any of the trains are going to be longer than about like four four and a half hours so mm-hmm.
0: so that's what I was going to say earlier is that we were I was expecting some good train time I was expecting like to take gorgeous like reflective videos out the window like really deep stuff you know pair it with like really slow yeah, a, a music. Good montage. Yeah, exactly. A good montage. That didn't happen. Instead, I was literally, me and my friend were sitting in between the two trains where the little alcove where they hook together and there's like yeah. accordion doors that you can hear the wind. Yeah, we were sitting there for the entirety of oh. one of the train rides. Yeah.
1: I mean, I'm kind of hoping it's going to be quiet because it's like it's Easter weekend. Um, oh
0: that's good to know
1: and I, I know that like in Germany I think Easter is more of a thing than it is here and I think people tend to usually have the weekend off so hopefully people will just be with their families oh yeah you know?
0: yeah hopefully they won't be traveling on their holiday
1: <laughs> no they won't
0: be traveling to go see people. <laughs> yeah, to go see Tori. Everybody's decided. Okay. This is number this this next one is the Marktkirche Unser Liebenfrauen, and it says one of central Germany's finest late Gothic churches, Halle's sixteenth century Marktkirche, is unmissable thanks to its four towers. These are four of the five towers that give Halle its nickname Stadt der Funfturme, or the state of five towers, I'm guessing. That unusual pair, towers on the east side are watchmen's towers that were linked high up by a bridge. So it's like a cathedral with four spiky, tall, spiky towers.
1: Ooh, okay. I'm going to give that a nine. If it's like a cathedral, I kind of like that kind of thing. Oh, yeah? Yeah.
0: Okay, great. A Miss Tori and I were talking about the cathedrals in Oxford where you are. Is there anything good yeah. to see in Oxford as far as cathedrals?
1: I've only been here for, um, well, since since October last year. Um, so I haven't really, I'm not really an expert in the city yet. <laughs> I mean, it's not a cathedral, but um, the, the big library that's kind of the famous, like, circular building in Oxford, um, the, the Radcliffe Camera, it's called, is pretty good, um, and the Sheldonian Theatre. I would love to see Tory do a show there. Um, the Sheldonian Theatre would be the best venue, I think.
0: Why? It's
1: just, it's... I, I don't know if you've seen it. Um, it's, it's completely round, um, and you, like, can sit all the way around, basically. Oh. Um, and it's very tiered, so you only have, like... Is it like the Royal Albert Hall in the way it's kind of tiered, maybe? So you basically every seat is a really good view.
0: I wonder how Tori would perform in the round. I think she would need like a like a platform to spin, and she would just have to spin slowly the whole show.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I can't always do that the same, looking over the same shoulder.
0: Yeah, she's just like constantly turning and seeing a different side of the group. Yeah, um, I don't
1: know, I just think it'll be a fun venue.
0: I would love to see you in the round at all. Like that'd be amazing. Um, okay. Yeah. The next one is the Halle State Museum of Prehistory. And it says Saxony-Anhalt's archaeological discoveries are shown in chronological order at this world-class museum. Uh, The permanent exhibition begins at the start of the Stone Age and ends in the early Iron Age, roughly 2,000 years ago. So it's the Museum of Prehistory.
1: Uh Maybe I don't know. Maybe a six. Maybe a seven. I'm oh. not sure how educational I want this trip to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs>
0: you're here feeling emotions, you know. Yeah. You're on your holidays. <laughs> you know. Yeah.
1: Exactly. During break
0: from school. Okay. What about the Handel House? The Baroque composer George Frederick Handel was born at this Renaissance complex in 1685. His father Georg had purchased this property in 1666, and the building itself dates back to at least 1558. The tradition of painting the facade yellow is from the first half of the century, 17th century when the house was known as the Zum Gelben Hush, or the yellow stag. So basically it's Handel's house.
1: Well, I mean, the show's at the Handel Hall, isn't it? As the, the name of the venue. I think the the way the show is is named after him.
0: Oh yeah, you're right. The Georg Friedrich Handel Halle. Yes. Yes, you're right. So he's big there, I guess. I'm not sure. Would you see it? Is that something that's interesting to you?
1: might be interesting. I don't know much about him.
0: Mm-hmm. Me either. I know so, that he's... Isn't one of his songs featured in Night of Hunters?
1: Oh, I think it might be.
0: Um, here it is. Oh, no, it's not. He's not. I thought that Handel would be one of the inspirations on one of the uh, original compositions from Night of Hunters, but he's not. And I'm shocked.
1: I think she covered off most of the other major.
0: Yeah. Debussy, you know. Bach, Mendelssohn. It says here on classicalmusings.com, I just Googled handle gay, and it says, if you like sensuous coming of age stories and who doesn't, there's a novel out about George Frederick Handel's life in the closet. If the author hoped to create a Twitter storm around the idea of a homosexual Handel, she's almost 20 years too late. Handel regularly features at the top of lists of LGBTQ composers and his gayness was cited as a fact on which musicologists seem to agree, quote unquote. The rumor around Handel's sexuality mainly originate from the book Handel as Orpheus by Ellen T. Harris. Although I should immediately add that Ms. Harris herself has since declared that the belief that she dubbed Handel a homosexual is ridiculous. So what did she write in her book? Mainly that Handel spent a lot of his early years loitering in Italian courts and English country estates that were regularly frequented, if not run by men with same sex desires. And also she wrote the works which she wrote there, the Italian cantatas and theatrical works such as Asis and Galatea contain homosexual subtexts. For instance, the way they avoid identifying the gender of the person being lovingly serenaded. Okay, I'm gonna give you the next one. The next one, uh, okay. The next one is the Halloran Chocolate Factory. In Halle, since the first of the 19th century, the Hallering Chocolate Factory is the oldest chocolate factory in Germany still in business. More than two centuries of chocolate-making expertise is revealed at this museum, which has puzzles for little ones, antique chocolate-making equipment, and multi-sensory installations like a listening station and a scent wall.
1: Okay, that might have to be the 10.
0: Uh, oh, really?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Slay. I love it. A scent wall. That's great. I'm intrigued great.
1: by what the scent wall is. Is it a scent of different chocolate?
0: I guess so. It's like you scratch and sniff the chocolates.
1: Hmm. I'd rather just try it, I think. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's good. I bet you can like go through a little tour and then I bet you get to give you like tasters. I would imagine. Yeah. If it's anything like the whiskey tour in edinburgh you'll have many chocolates on the way there's the red tower hola's fifth tower is also the tallest it's like separate from the other four towers this tower was 88 years in the making and was completed in the late gothic style if you squint you can just make out the cluster of 246 spikes on the gilded orb at the very top of the spire that's something to do the red tower mm-hmm. There's lots to do here. Five whole towers.
1: Yeah. Well, we're only there for a day, though. It's going to have to be a, be a bit of a squeeze.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's true. Where would you rank this? Back, didn't you give the oh. other ones like an eight, nine?
1: Yeah, I'll go seven for this one. Seven,
0: okay, yeah. Finally, let's look at this one. This seems interesting, and I would like to know how you feel about it. This is the city cemetery, or the Stach Gotisaker. And it's originally east of the city walls. The Stadt is a Renaissance cemetery created in 1557. The design is based on Pisa's Composanto Monumentale, and the complex is seen as a masterpiece of German Renaissance architecture.
1: Ooh, like an active cemetery?
0: Yeah, it looks like...
1: like a kind of historic
0: one? No, it looks very active. It looks like there's a little walkway and it says the cemetery is enclosed by a wall and facing inwards are 94 beautifully ornamented arcade sheltering tombs. In 1882, a survey determined that 92 different stonemasons worked on the reliefs on the arcades. Above the arch of the inner entrance, there's a relief portrait of the cemetery's designer, Nicol Hoffman. You can also locate the graves of some important personalities like Handel, the senior, the father, the 17th century philosopher Christian Thomasius and 18th century Lutheran clergyman and philanthropist August Hermann Frank. Oh,
1: okay. I'm going to go eight. I feel like that kind of fits in with the kind of contemplating, kind of deep mm. thinking theme I'm going with.
0: Great. I love it. Yeah. I love, uh, honestly, cemeteries are something like the really most uh, thoughtful, beautiful places I've ever been, <laughs> where you can just kind of yeah. like walk. Through. A good place to think. Yes. Okay, let's see. There seems to be, I mean, it seems like a very beautiful town. Everything that I'm looking at is like stoned, st- like cobblestoned and. Old. The Neue Residence. How about this one? The Neue Residence, which seems to be on the river. The other showpiece of Cardinal Albert's reconstruction project was a lavish Renaissance palace next to the door of the cathedral and built in 1531. In its heyday, the two-story building was described as the richest in central Germany, and although not much of that glory has made it to the 21st century, it's an engrossing place to be. And it's like right on the river. It looks like there's people taking canoe rides. Maybe seven you can you know what feel free to put things below five No, what uh, <laughs> if you feel like
1: I, I don't want to be rude to a place <laughs> I haven't been yet
0: you're right That's I, a good I can't point. judge
1: it until, until we've gone
0: <laughs> yeah afterwards we'll find out if, they, if they're five or below but here's the Beatles Museum did you know there's a Beatles Museum here
1: no do they have links
0: it says the Beatles Museum which is it looks very fashionable it says on altar marked in a grand baroque residence from 1708 is a museum for a more modern music phenomenon Beatles fanatic Rainer Moores built up a collection of memorabilia for the Merseyside group from 1964 to 1975 covering the lifespan of the Beatles and the artists' solo careers. The museum was a traveling exhibition at first settling in Halle in 2000. There are 3,500 exhibits inside for almost anything Beatles related be it vintage posters, autographs, stamps, Rare LPs, photos, magazines or fan souvenirs. Valerie, Lord, I'm looking at you for uh, the next stage in your life. This is a job for Valerie Lord to do a torium museum. But yes.
1: That, that is something I'd like to see. <laughs> that
0: sounds cool. I mean, it looks cool from, from the picture here, and I'll put pictures, of course, on the show notes page, but um, that's actually really cool. I know I actually, not, not just Valerie, I know a lot of people who could put together their own Tory museum. Do you have are you a collector?
1: I have a lot of CDs um, and posters, but not much other stuff really. I kind of joined. I joined the game quite late. Um, I wasn't really like present much for the twenty seventeen tour because it was kind of when I was just getting into her. Mm -hmm. So like, this one has been my like first opportunity to kind of you know begin to gather
0: stuff. Mm. So your uh, collection is mostly CDs.
1: Yeah, I, I have all of her CDs. Uh, I don't have any singles yet. Um, I just have like the main albums,
0: Ooh. and
1: I have I have T-shirts. I think I have two
0: T-shirts. That's that's I collect T-shirts mostly.
1: Yeah,
0: and I have some. <laughs> I have like multiple copies of things. So I'm gonna. I might bring after this. We'll talk about what you desperately need, and I'll see if I have it. Um, oh,
1: that is very kind. Yeah. Thank
0: you. <laughs> yeah, because you know what? I, like I've got. I'm looking right at my CD shelf right now, and I've got four copies, maybe five of this star profile that she did which is like this interview disc that she did in like night that was put together in like 94 and it's just yeah. her picture and it's like the Toriuma star profile and I have like four or five copies of that just here so I'm definitely giving you one of those for doing thank this you. thank you um, and then finally the last thing I see on this page before we get into delicious food is the Zulugesha Garden Hall and there's uh, a bunch of elephants and it's the Halle Zoo and it's often called Berg Zoo As it clings to 130 meter Rilesburg in the north of the city, the terrain around the enclosures may be steep, which can be tricky if you have kids under five. But there are constant views of the city, which are more memorable from the lookout at the top. What do you think?
1: Oh, that sounds good. I haven't been to a zoo since I was very young. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, nine. Nine.
0: Oh, cute. Nine. Yeah. Nine. Okay, good. Now we're going to move on to food. And it says here on this page, and I'll link to it on Wanderlog, many of us are foodies on the Wanderlog team. So naturally, we're always on the hunt to eat at the most popular spots anytime we travel. And they've determined that these are the most popular spots in Khale on the River Saal. And the first one is Gasthouse, Zumshad. Ooh, and I'm actually going to do these in proximity to the venue. Do you have any food restrictions, like...
1: Uh, no, I don't really eat much meat, but I'm not. I'm not vegetarian.
0: <laughs> okay, so this first one, restaurant Monchov, is open until midnight, so that's good. It seems like it's a kind of a uh, late-ish town, later than you'd expect. Yeah. This four-star review says that my colleague and I had dinner one day. The restaurant was packed. To up the experience, except food and service. Our waiter spoke English and German. Recognizing my German was bad, he brought an English menu. I selected a starter and main. Goat cheese plating was nice. Veal schnitzel. Again, that's Restaurant Munschhof. M o umlaut n c h s h o f, and it seems to be about a four-minute walk from the venue on Talamt Strasse and Spitze. So that's good. Right. How's your German? I didn't even ask.
1: Um, uh, no, I did. I, I picked French at school rather than German, um, which is maybe coming back to kick me now. But oh no. <laughs> I think I can say like, oh, I don't even think I can. I can say I was born in Great Britain. That's about it. In German. Yeah.
0: How, how do you say that?
1: Uh, each morning, Großbritannia. Ooh. That, that's it. I, I don't I can't even remember how to introduce myself. I will be I will be brushing up on my German a bit. I think it's probably a good idea to have some conversational skills. Yeah,
0: that's how that's how you how you, I figure that's how you can best use the train rides on the way yeah. to the place, right? Yeah, good right? idea. Um, somebody tells me that it's going to be okay. That there's going to be a lot of English speakers there too. So. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think, as long as you're in cities, in most of Europe, like, everybody speaks English.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, I took German for four years in high school. I keep saying that on all the German episodes. <laughs> and, Ooh. you know, I'm trying to make Frau Lucini proud. She was my German teacher, who was one of my best teachers of my entire life. And I want to make her proud by actually, like, trying to immerse myself in the culture and the language and try. I'm going to try.
1: I think you're going to have to be acting as the translator
0: for everyone else. I, well, I'm not as good as that. My my boyfriend speaks French, so he's going to be translating throughout all of France. And we're spending an extra week in France instead of going to Copenhagen Ooh. and Denmark. So, like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's start here with the Gasthaus Zum Schad. And it says, classic German cuisine and beer at a century-old tavern with a whimsical Trompe Leo mural. Basically, there's a beautiful, whimsical mural, and it's German cuisine and beer. How do you rate that? Is that up your alley? Oh.
1: What? I don't we know what German cuisine
0: is. looks like a lot of schnitzel. <laughs>
1: looks like... Okay, I like schnitzel. <laughs> oh, you do? Okay. Yeah.
0: There's also restaurant Alchemistenklause. Uh, inventive Italian-inflected German dishes served at a classically-styled tavern from the 1870s. And someone says, this was really good. We went there with some faculty members from Martin Luther University. It's their regular watering hole. Great atmosphere and food. We tried to get in another evening, but it was fully booked.
1: Oh sounds good i like italian influence
0: food so oh, okay great Me that too. One sounds odd. <laughs> here's a vietnamese restaurant and a thai restaurant called sao mai and it's got five stars and two dollar signs so it's not that expensive Someone says, I stayed in Halle for a few months for work and ate in Sao Mai so many times. I tried to find something on the menu which was at least average, but was not able to. The food is really, really delicious. Serving sizes are fairly big, and the price for what you get is okay. 10 to 17 euros for a main course.
1: That sounds good. I like the five-star reviews. Yes. So we'll be
0: sharing. There's another restaurant here, Osteria del Salvatore. It looks to be an Italian restaurant. Awesome interior design, great food and service. They also make reservations and organize larger celebrations. If you're looking for Italian cuisine, this is a highly recommended spot. The next closest one to the venue is the restaurant Munchuf which is hefty meat and seafood dishes plus vegetarian options in an 1800s eatery with dark wood and terrace. Oh,
1: To be fair, they all, sound, they all sound decent.
0: They all sound good, yeah. But here's a sushi bar. It's called Sakura Sushi Bar. Delicious ramen and red curry chicken is the picture that they're showing. And it's a beautiful place with huge portions and very friendly staff on Grosse Ulrichstrasse in Sal. Do you like sushi?
1: I do, yeah.
0: Great. You'll find me there.
1: I might be joining.
0: <laughs> okay, good. Tell me anything else you have to say about Germany, or anything you want to say about your solo trip, and we uh, anything that you're looking forward to, or anything you're nervous about.
1: Uh, I mean, I guess I'm quite nervous. Uh, like, I've never, I haven't like flown since I think about like 2018, 2019, yeah. um, and I've never gone anywhere, like further than within england alone so obviously like that's quite scary um but i am looking forward to the community um and getting to you know meet other toy fans who like as much as i do um and it's always nice to be able to talk about your favorite albums and your favorite songs and things with people who understand so i'm looking forward to that aspect as well
0: amazing are you playing wills and wants
1: oh yes i I played it all through the last tour yay
0: um (laughs) okay
1: good yeah it was it was the only thing that was getting me through my exams at that point oh
0: great Oh, awesome! Yeah, um, have you yeah. do you have you met people on the road before? I mean, I know that you only did the one show in London, but were you able to meet no, any of the traveling? I, I
1: didn't meet anyone. I, I was a bit, I, I didn't really know anyone around me, um, so I just kind of sat there a bit quietly. Um, but this time, it's my resolution is to try and speak to some more people.
0: <laughs> oh well, great! I'm sure people would love to talk to you. People, you know, especially longtime Tory fans, we love to understand how anybody came to Toryism. Not from the 90s do you know I love to like this yeah. YouTube experience yeah. is wild and I love it and I love that you you know you're just doing the thing I love that you are travel. Like this reminds me so you remind me so much of my friend Dora Dotson who herself just decided like you know what I'm going to travel and do multiple shows and that's just what I'm going to do and she just did it and still does it to this day so, I know
1: I'm hoping this is the first of many tours
0: to be fair yeah and you get to see her with a band so that's very I, I love the, yes. I- I love the yes. fact that you've never seen her solo it's always just been with a band
1: no i know that's rare and it's quite exciting that we've actually got a show in cambridge as well um that hasn't happened i think since like 94 or something
0: if meet and greets come back now nobody knows yet although my guess is that they won't come back but if they do come back are you planning to ask for something specific
1: oh i'd need to think i would i'd really like to see spark um because as i said that was like one of the first like videos that really I really kind of stuck with me. Uh, and I think it's just such a beautiful song. Um, and it's also, I, I played the piano a lot when I was younger. Um, but when I was about 16, I kind of, I just kind of stopped. I fell out of love with it a bit. Um, but over lockdown, um, it was it was like that was the first song that I started to play again. Um, so, yeah, it just held quite a special place for me. Uh, and I'd really like to hear it live. Um, mm. I'd also like to hear Sugar. Um I know that that was bought out in in the u s um, mm-hmm. and I was a little bit jealous. <laughs> um, just just a tad. Uh, I'm putting the damage on as well. that would be that would be amazing to hit.
0: I love I damage. Haven't, I
1: haven't quite picked
0: exactly what one you have such good Tory taste.
1: <laughs> oh, thank you,
0: yes um. Where can people find you online if they wanted to follow your adventures?
1: Um, I, I don't really have like a public Instagram or anything at the moment, but I was thinking of making one. because um, I'm hoping that this is just like you know the start of many of many traveling kind of trips and things. So I, I'd like a place to document it. So I, I'll get back to you on that one.
0: Oh please do, and then we'll link to it in our show notes. Find that on songsoftravels.com. Now, if I th- I think that you should do a public solo traveler instagram because if this is your first solo trip i'm sure there'll be plenty more to come and it would just like i'd love to see the like evolution of it all you know
1: yeah i'll get around to making that
0: great and here is liquid diamonds from the second london show in 2022 thank you so much for talking to us today
1: thank you very much for having me
2: you mm-hmm.